0: Welcome, everybody, to episode number six of Broad Sports. I'm your host, Kevin Cohn, and joining me today, I went to high school with this kid. He now attends Penn State University. I have my good friend, Charles Reiner, with me. How are you doing today, Chuck?
1: I'm good, Kevin. How are you today?
0: I'm doing well. So this was a video that, or an episode, excuse me, that you had requested. You would like to look at the uh, division breakdowns for 2020 and give our own um, predictions, correct?
1: Correct. So at Penn State, I'm a communications major, and I'm a my focus in communications is broadcast journalism. So this is also something I'm interested in. Interested in, excuse me. So I've been watching football ever since I was a little kid. Me and Kevin were on the same high school football team. So football is a big passion of mine. So this is what I love to talk about. So let's get it started.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Chuck, we're going to go in Madden order. So, for any of you viewers that don't know what the hell Madden order is, I mean it is the Madden order that you have on franchise mode when you do want to check your settings or your standings in the league besides your own team. So, what that means is they do the American Conference first and then they do the American Football Conference first. That's what the AFC stands for. And then the National Football Football Conference, the NFC. And they go – off a of compass, basically. North, south, east, then west. Correct. So they go with the AFC first because of alphabetical order. So to kick it off, it is the NFC North, my friend. So look back at last year's season. The defending AFC North champion are is the Baltimore Ravens. They finished last year with a 14-2 and record. They actually started the season 2-2, two and two, losing one game on the road in Arrowhead against the Kansas City Chiefs and then dropping their week four home game against the Cleveland Browns. And then they won the last 12 games of their season to not only win the AFC East, clinch home field advantage in the AFC playoffs and the first round bye, but to get the NFL's best record. Unfortunately, as we know, they were knocked out in the divisional round by the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, yeah. In second place was the Pittsburgh Steelers at eight and eight. I mean, the best. They didn't have
1: big. Yeah, they didn't have Big Ben last year.
0: But precisely, they did not have Big Ben last year. They were in a prime position entering week 16 to possibly make a wild card.
1: Yeah, which is, which is crazy to think about because they, were, they had no one on offense. That was all the defense last year. So it's really exciting to think what this team could do in the 2020 season, uh, hoping that we do have a 2020 season, of course. But that's neither here nor there right now as we talk about some football.
0: Exactly. Actually, now that you brought that up, let me clarify this to also our viewers as well. We are going off the current moment, which is Sunday, July 19th, 2020. There has been no current change to the schedule, so it is still the same 16-game schedule as followed. It's not a modified schedule. I did hear there are a couple options with modifying their schedule where they'll just – one option is that they will just do the division games, which will be a pain in the butt to figure out because – they have to figure out all the tiebreakers and all that other fun crap.
1: Luckily, we don't have to figure that out if that does happen. Exactly. The
0: other <laughs> option is the six division games and then play the opposite side, your division, but on the opposite conference. So that means since me and you were both Philadelphia Eagles fans, we did play the AFC East last year, but then that means for this year we would play them again. Yeah. And then the, uh, the last option is you play the six divisional games and then you play the two teams that are geographically the closest to you. So, for the Philadelphia Eagles, that would be the New York Jets and the Baltimore Ravens.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that.
0: But back into what I was saying, like I said, the defending champion of the AFC North is the Baltimore Ravens. Finished fourteen and two. Pittsburgh Steelers finished eight and eight. They were in a prime position, week sixteen to clinch a wild card. They dropped the game on the road, up in MetLife Stadium against the New York Jets, and then lost to the Baltimore Ravens. That's why they finished eight and eight in sixth place or in third place. Excuse me, I got the numbers confused. <laughs> <laughs> in third place were the Cleveland Browns, who finished sixteen and ten. They had a lot of hype going into the off. Going oh man, into the yeah, so much, season. so much
1: frickin' hype. Yeah,
0: they had Ob, they got OBJ, <laughs> they got a bunch of guys. Can we, can we just talk yeah, about
1: that. how much, how much of a disappointment that team was last year? Holy crap! Ex- um, precise, uh, friend. Oh, Jesus. All right. Th- that's 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 for another day. Let- let's get back on topic here. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and then uh, who finished fourth place in mm-hmm. the AFC North? The-, the Cincinnati Bengals, yep. who did finish with not just the worst record in the NFC North, but the worst record in the NFL. That's why they got Joe Burrow with the first overall pick at two and 14. Their are two wins only coming in a week 11 game against the New York Jets at home and then their Week 17 game at home against the Cleveland Browns.
1: Yeah. So what do you think the records of these teams are going to be this year, Kevin?
0: I mean, what you... oh, guest interviewing the hoax. That's, that's a twist.
1: Well, this is a discussion. It's is a discussion between two pals talking about football. So let's – Absolutely. I, I, yeah.
0: I mean, for me, I kind of think it's a no-brainer. I still think that the Baltimore Ravens, will win the AFC North once again, 14-2. and two, I don't know if they'll make it up there, but I think they'll still get at least 12 wins. The other twelve yeah. and four, 13-3 because when you look at it, they got a really talented running back in the draft in J.K. Dobbins. Right. They got Cal- Calais or Calais Campbell, the, the Walter Payton Man of the Year last year, for basically highway robbery of a fifth-round pick. Yeah. Straight away, the Walter Payton Man of the Year and one of the best defensive ends in the league. For a fifth round pick, yep. If I was Shad Khan, I would not want a fifth round pick. I would have wanted at least a second round pick. From they're just
1: they're from- just blowing up the whole operation down there, man.
0: They are. We'll get to them. Yeah, they're the next division we discussed, but we'll get to them in due time. Yes. Do you agree with me?
1: I uh, I agree. I think I have the Ravens at fifteen and one. Actually, I think really? the only game they lose next year is okay because. Uh, I think Lamar takes the next step in his progression as a passer, but they're still a very run-heavy team. So they got, they got Lamar, who can run the ball all over the field, and then they got, they got Mark Ingram. So he, I think, did he have a 1,000 yards rushing last year?
0: Uh, I believe he did.
1: Yeah, so you had him and you had Lamar, who was also a 1,000-yard rusher. And then now you got J.K. Dobbins in the mix. So I think their run game is just, you can't stop it. It doesn't matter who you are. Then defensive-wise, they just upgraded.
0: They did upgrade their front seven because Brandon Williams needed some support yeah. in that front end because when you look at it, I mean, a lot of their talent left. Terrell Suggs, he was gone. Went for yep. the Arizona Cardinals, was released by the Cardinals, and then won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Uh, CJ <laughs> Mosley left in the offseason for the New York Jets. Yes, they did get Marcus Peters in a trade with the Rams midseason, which really helped out their secondary man, yeah. But yes, it did. They they didn't really focus on the front seven.
1: Yeah, that was something they really – I wouldn't say it was a weakness, but that was their – that was what they needed to work on. That's what they needed to upgrade last year.
0: And they went out and they great. got Calais. But, yeah, I'm glad that me and you both agree that Baltimore will win the division. I, I just think that 15-1 will be a stretch. Yeah. As you look at it, I mean, they play the NFC East, so currently they play – our Eagles, don't get me wrong I still think that the Eagles will lose to the Ravens But they play the Cowboys They play the Giants They play Washington Our, Those two teams shouldn't even count Part of my yeah. bias or my arrogance
1: That's not and even arrogance also, That's just that's just facts
0: Also besides <laughs> just the Chiefs I mean the Raiders They really upgraded The Broncos they're, They could possibly compete for a wild card I mean yeah, yeah. I just think that I, I still think that they will get double-digit wins, at least a dozen wins. I just think that 15-1 is a stretch.
1: I think that the Ravens, top to bottom, right now, have the best roster in the NFL. Because you can say the Chiefs do, but the Chiefs' defense isn't nearly as good as the Ravens' defense is. But I don't think the Ravens are going to win Super Bowl this year. No, I, don't,
0: I completely agree.
1: Yeah. I think, I, I don't, I'm not saying Lamar can't win a playoff game. But all I know is from the past two seasons, I've watched him in the playoffs. Both times were home games, by the way. It's not like he was on the road. Let me yeah. read
0: something real quick and correct my mistake. I yep. just pulled up the Ravens' schedule. They do not play all the AFC West. They just play the Kansas City Chiefs. They play the AFC South. So they play the Texans. They play the Colts. They play the Jaguars. They play the. They get a quote-unquote revenge game against the Titans. Right. So I mean, I just think they're gonna drop at least three games. There's I don't I just don't see it, See any possible way of them finishing fifteen and one or sixteen and
1: out? I don't think we got a, I don't think we have a sixteen and zero team this year.
0: Neither do I. Everyone said that about what was it? The twenty seventeen New England Patriots. And yeah, they got embarrassed on opening night against the Kansas.
1: The, yeah, that was a Kareem Hunt's uh, welcoming party.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
1: I remember that game.
0: So, moving into who I believe my second-place finisher will, will be, I'm going to say it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Around 9-7, and 10-6, I think they do clinch a wild card.
1: Yep, I agree. That's what I have him at. Uh, because, third, yeah, you got Big Ben coming back, and I don't it, know how good Juju's going to be, because last year he was a little bit of a disappointment, I feel like, but at the same time he had uh, – what was his name? Duck Hodgins? Yeah, Devlin or Duck, Duck Hodges. Duck Hodges. That just throwing the ball to him. Majority of the
0: year. Yeah. You also had Mason Rudolph, who had two horrible concussions.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Last year.
1: How do you think Mason Rudolph felt when uh, he saw Miles Garrett got that big extension from the Browns?
0: Oh boy, he was thinking.
1: <laughs> it was like, uh, damn. <laughs>
0: He was thinking that the gates of hell have opened. And the he, he,
1: was, he was thinking to himself, like, please, please, Ben, play for at least another two years.
0: Play for at least <laughs> another year while I go find shelter from the devil.
1: Yeah, really?
0: Um. Yeah, I just think the Steelers, I mean, yes, they, I mean, their draft was okay. It wasn't great, but yeah. I just think that they have enough talent.
1: Yeah, I think Mike Tomlin is a big piece of their success. I agree. So, as long as they got Mike Tomlin, I don't think they're ever going to be a bad team while he's there. And I think it's ridiculous how last season you had uh, fans and other people sent calling for Tomlin's job. Like, you, you were hearing that last year, and that that baffled my mind. I, I, I didn't understand that.
0: Oh, I completely agree.
1: Yeah, one of the best coaches in the NFL. Top, I think it's top three coach.
0: Yeah, I would say Yeah,
1: something. Yeah. Uh,
0: moving into... Uh, my third place finisher. I, I'm gonna go with the Cleveland Browns. I think they'll finish a little bit better than last year at seven and nine, but I mean, this coronavirus is gonna hit them harder than every single team in the AFC North because they just got a new GM and Andrew Barry, who did do pretty well in the draft. He got yeah. Del pit. I mean, he got a good offensive tackle in Jedrick Wills. I personally didn't think he was the greatest tackle prospect, and then. They got a, a head co- They got their head coach from the Minnesota Vikings, who is actually from our area. He was a St. Joe's Prep alum in Kevin Stefanski. Right. I mean, I just think
1: – I think Cleveland's big upgrade this year came from free agency where they picked up uh, Jack Conklin from the Titans. Oh,
0: absolutely. Because
1: they, they really needed uh, protection for Baker because Baker was getting chased all over the place last year. And th- this is a really big year for Baker. If Baker doesn't step it up, I think he's gone. Because so this I, is, I think that this
0: is his Baker break year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. like if, then, Yeah, if I'm Baker, sorry.
0: You, Continue. I was rude and interrupted you.
1: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I was just repeating what I was saying. If, if Baker's got no excuse this year. He's got all these players around him. He's got OBJ. He's got Landry. He's got uh, – they got Austin Hooper from the Falcons, who's a really good tight end. He's he underrated.
0: He's a very underrated
1: tight end. And they got the defense now too. Like their defense last year was great. It was really Baker was the only one that was holding him back. I, I don't know if it was Baker or if it was uh, – Freddie Kitchens. Uh yeah, Kitchens. But no, whatever it was, they got rid of him. They got Stefanski who's I think was a great great hire. I so agree. There's no excuse it's your Baker. There's no excuse, mama. I know you're not listening to this, Baker, but there's there's no excuse. You gotta you gotta take the next step this year.
0: We got a little mini Colin Coward here talking <laughs> about your boy Baker.
1: No, no, not me.
0: <laughs> and then last place. They're going to do better than 2 and 14. I have them at like around 5 and 11 is the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: I think the Bengals go around 3 and 13 okay. just because I don't think Joe Burrow is the savior I think some people think he is. I think he's a good quarterback, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's going to be a bust or anything. But the Bengals just like the organization is just a dumpster fire. There's oh, no is. there's no way one kid who I mean, he was he a was really good quarterback in college at LSU, but he didn't really step forward until his last year. Like, the his – I believe last year he was a fifth-year senior. I'm not entirely sure. Don't quote me on that. But his, like, junior yeah, year at LSU he – was,
0: He was a graduate transfer.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, his junior year at LSU, he was still a good quarterback, but he – like, I believe they had him graded at, like, a fifth, sixth-rounder or his, his senior yes. year. So – I, I don't know if last year was a fluke. I'm not saying it was, but the the drafting of Joe Burrow, I don't think is gonna be the band-aid that puts everything together. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, that I team can... still needs so much work. So I think three and thirteen, maybe four and twelve. But yeah, yeah.
0: I completely agree. Like I would say more of the five and eleven, four and twelve range, because like you said, this team needs a lot of work and also their GM is known to not really Spend a lot of money during free agency, but Correct. I think Joe Burrow is a huge upgrade from Andy Dalton and Ryan Finley. Uh, T. Higgins is going to do, I think is going to fit really well yeah. Yeah. into their wide receiving core. That was a great pickup. Think about their wide receiving core. I mean, yes, AJ Green hasn't signed a contract with them. I don't even know if he's signed his franchise tag yet. But I think he's he did. Be one of the big, he's going to be one of the big 2021 free agents to hit the mm. market. But I mean, they still have a really talented Tyler Boyd. Eifert hasn't really lived up to what he was expected to be out of Notre Dame, but that's also because he's been cut down. His really his career has kind of been almost being cut shorter and shorter and shorter due to injury. I mean, the big issue is his O line.
1: Right, that's exact. That's my big problem with having them. You know, like there's some people saying they're going like six games this year. I think that's ridiculous, just because of the sole fact that uh, Joe Burrow is not going to have the protection that he had at LSU last year. He's just not they're going not. to. So, that's, that takes some time for someone to adjust.
0: Completely. I agree. Because also, yeah. when you look about it, like the 2019 NFL draft, they drafted a really good tackle in Jonah Williams from Alabama, but he missed the whole season.
1: Right. So, we have to see how that pans out, too. That could be a huge, huge game changer for that offensive line in Cincinnati. We'll have to Absolutely.
0: see. Moving on into the AFC South, the defending AFC South champion, for the last two years, they've won it. The last two years is, or actually, it might have been the last three or four years, is the Houston Texans. They won the division at ten and six. As we know, they had that amazing comeback win in the wild card game against the uh, Buffalo Bills, and then they notoriously blew a twenty-four to zero. Lead yeah. against the Kansas City Chiefs to lose, I believe it was 51-34. to Yep. Yeah. But you're t- that, that just baffles me. So you're telling me you hit a 67-yard passing touchdown on your first drive, and then you make the Chiefs go three and out, and you block the punt and run it in for a touchdown. And you yeah. can't do anything. And then the next Chiefs drive was, I believe, was an interception. That led to a touchdown. Yeah, and that, three and out,
1: and that, then
0: they oh, go boy. down the field and score a field goal. You're telling me you're up 24 nothing early in the second quarter, and then you let the Chiefs score 28 points to take a 28 24 lead heading into halftime.
1: That game, I wasn't even i I couldn't watch that game because I was stuck in, stuck at work that day. But it had they had it on the TV inside the shop where I work at at my job, and um every time I look back, there's something happening. So the first the first thing I saw was like the the Texans touchdown on the first drive, like the sixty seven whatever it was, six sixty yard uh, passing touchdown. And then I looked – then I had to go back outside and do my do my job because I had customers to tend to. And then went back inside and saw was twenty four nothing. I was like, holy, you know what the what the holy heck is going of on God. here? Yeah, what is going on here? And then uh, I couldn't really watch a whole rest a whole lot of the game that day because we were busy because it was around it was around the holidays. And at my job, I work at a car wash, so around the winter time and around the holidays, that's when we get really busy because people have to get the Pennsylvania salt off their cars because it gets really bad here in Pennsylvania in the winter time. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that was crazy. That's a game was, I really wish I could have watched, but that was a crazy game. I, I,
0: absolutely. I agree, my friend. I was down at school. Me and my roommate were watching this and we we're like, I can't believe what was going on. Uh, but moving on, second place – and another one, the team that got the second wild card was the Tennessee Titans who finished nine and seven. They were a dark horse heading to the playoffs. They upset the defending Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots, ended the Tom Brady dynasty up in Foxborough, went into Baltimore on a chilly January Saturday night and embarrassed Lamar Jackson in a 28 to 12 victory. And then, unfortunately, fell short of reaching the Super Bowl, losing in the AFC Championship game to the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: That was also a good game.
0: I completely agree. Yeah. Especially knowing that an O-lineman scored a touchdown. Yeah.
1: Me and Kevin Kevin are big O-line guys.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Dennis Kelly is now, because supposedly someone told him on record books, he is the heaviest player to catch a touchdown, in a conference championship game.
1: Yeah, he's huge. He's like he's like six eight three, like three nine. Yeah, it's crazy. He used to be on the Eagles.
0: Really, no kidding.
1: Yeah, like back. I don't, I don't, I don't know what year. Probably like 20, 2016, I feel like he was on the yeah, because he was on the Eagles, but he was on the Titans.
0: Wow, that's really cool. Uh, third place was our boy Frank Reich and the Indianapolis Colts. They finished seven and nine. And then sixth place, knowing that we preluded to them.
1: Oh.
0: The Jaguars finished at six and ten. And they were another really hyped team heading into the twenty nineteen season, especially knowing they had just signed Nick Foles for what was it, four years or eight years for eighty eight million?
1: Was it eight years really?
0: It was I think it was four years, but it was yeah. still eighty eight million dollars. It
1: was a lot of money to give to give to our guy.
0: Especially knowing that, on the first drive that he had as a Jacksonville Jaguar, he breaks his collarbone. Yeah, throwing a touchdown, a beautiful touchdown pass. Yeah, to, add to DJ Chark.
1: Real shame what happened down there.
0: It is a real shame. So, Chuck, buddy, who you have winning the AFC South?
1: So, for the AFC South, I actually, I was a little, I was a little torn because I think. The Colts are going to have a big bounce back year this year. Okay. So I think the Phillip River signing was a really good signing. And I think part of the reason he wasn't as good as he was in the 20, 2018 season when the Chargers went to the playoffs, I believe that was 2018. Uh-huh. Um, I believe part of the reason that Phillip wasn't as good last year as he was the year before is because of his offensive line uh, problems in Los Angeles. So now that he's in Indianapolis, Which has a great offensive line. I think he's going to have plenty of time to drop back and throw some balls to uh, to Eric Ebron and actually Eric uh, Ebron left for Pittsburgh. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, you're right.
0: So he'll have T Y Hilton, T Y, another wide receiver, and Michael Pittman from USC. Yeah,
1: I I think Philip Rivers was a great signing. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Kevin. I apologize. Eric, you're correct. Eric Abron is down with the Steelers, so I think that I think Philip Rivers is gonna. I, I don't think he's the obviously. I don't think he's the answer because I'm not entirely sure how old he is. I believe he's in his mid to, mid to late 30s.
0: He was drafted the same year as Eli. He's around the as same Eli year and Big as ben. ben and Eli Manning is like yeah all in the same draft.
1: Yeah, so he he's a good transitional quarterback to maybe Jacob Eason, but I think he's gonna have a pretty not a not a great year. I'm not saying he's going to win the MVP, but I think he's going to have a good year this year. So I think the Colts go about nine and seven, ten and six. Okay. And I think the Texans are around the same same area as them. I don't really know who's going to win this, but I think it's between the Colts and the Texans. Okay. Because the Texans, I don't really think they made that many changes on defense this off season. That was a problem they had. They had. Not necessarily a problem, but that was where they needed to work on last year. And they lost, obviously, they lost the best wide receiver in the game in DeAndre Hopkins, so that's one less weapon for uh, Deshaun Watson to throw to. That's a huge loss, I believe, for the offense. I agree. So, so I think they take a step back. Not a huge step back, but I don't know if they win the division this year. That's why I have them around 9-7, 10-6, and, and, and same with the Colts.
0: Yeah, I mean I could see why you're saying that. I'm I just agree with Pat McAfee. I think the Colts they're gonna win the division. I think they're gonna win it at either ten and six or eleven and five. Cause also you forgot how sack their defense is, because they have really good safety Malik Hooker. Yeah. yeah. back their linebacking core led by Darius Leonard is really good. And also they got some help when it came to D linemen in that DeForest Buckner trade.
1: Right. Right.
0: I just don't know if Houston will be good honestly in my in my personal opinion cuz like you saw I mean Bill O'Brien got a lot of the backlash for what he said to DeAndre Hopkins DeAndre Hopkins says that the beef is all settled but I mean it's just a big risk you can see a lot of Texans fans are not happy
1: usually where there's noise it's not good Bill
0: O'Brien the head coach but yeah. he's also the general manager
1: there's a lot of noise going on in Houston, and usually noise doesn't equate to something good.
0: Absolutely. And also, you're telling me that you couldn't get a first-round pick out of the second-best receiver in the yeah. league?
1: Yeah. You want to talk about highway robbery. <laughs> that was highway robbery. You, you believe- didn't
0: get a first-round pick out of the second-best receiver. And here's why I say second-best receiver. Hey, who do you think's number Michael one? Michael Thomas is the best receiver in the league.
1: I can see why you said that too. I think it's DeAndre Hopkins, but it it can really go either way. I I can't argue with that either. So I I just I, think DeAndre Hopkins. He is. I mean, I'm not saying Michael Thomas drops passes, but DeAndre just he doesn't drop anything.
0: I agree. Yeah. Um, I just don't think the Texans will be that good. I think the Texans will be around seven and nine, six and ten. I think the Colts win it either ten and six or eleven and five. I think the Tennessee Titans they go eight and eight. However, yeah. they will not be making the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't, I'm don't. i not the biggest fan of the Tannehill signing.
0: And the Jacksonville Jaguars, they are my lock for the first overall pick in I the was... Denver Lawrence sweepstakes.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Gardner. I... Yeah, me as well. Me too. I have them At going about 1 in 15. Yeah, one oh, 15. you have, I have 1 in 15. I 1 in 15, three. yeah. That team has so many needs.
0: Yeah, they they really do. I mean like D.D. Westbrook he's good. DJ Chark is good, but they could have better receivers. Well
1: I me mean, no who who's left on the on that Saxonville defense that was great back in twenty like, seventeen. I mean Bouye's gone, he's Miles on the Broncos Jack. now. They still got Miles Jack, but Calais Campbell's okay. is gone.
0: Jalen Ramsey's gone.
1: Jalen's gone. Jay
0: Boye is gone. Yep. Calais Campbell is gone. Yep. Malik well, Jackson left last year for the Eagles. Yep. You have a you have a I would say a washed up Marcel Darius. Yeah. I I just think that that that's the easiest pick. I think the Jaguars are a lock for the first overall pick.
1: Yeah, I mean at least they get a nice consolation prize in Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, whoever whoever it is. So I, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be Trevor Lawrence. Oh
0: yeah, Justin Fields is a junior. Wow, I forgot.
1: Yep. I think I think Trevor Lawrence goes number one overall, and then Justin Fields goes second overall or third overall, whatever. But Trevor Lawrence goes first, I believe. Yeah.
0: Moving on to the AFC East, the defending AFC East champions for the tenth year in a row, the New England Patriots finished the division at, or finished first in the division with a twelve and four record. Unfortunately, that twelve and four record did not get them first round by, as they lost to the Miami Dolphins in. Week 17, because they lost on a tiebreaker to the Kansas City Chiefs, they needed to beat the Dolphins to clinch the first-round bye. That didn't happen. So then the Chiefs beat the Los Angeles Chargers, and they won their first-round bye. And as we know, the dynasty is, is I would say, personally over. They lost Tom Brady. They lost a lot of guys. They lost Kyle Venoy, They lost Jamie Collins. And a majority of them, What especially like, Jamie Collins and Kyle Van Noy, and other guys like that, they went either to Matt Patricia in Detroit or Brian Flores in Miami.
1: Yep. Now, do you still think they win the division this year?
0: Oh, no. No. Not at all. I get it, Cam. That's a big signing. And I even called it from the start that Cam was going to go to the Patriots. I just don't think that they'll do well. Cam doesn't really have anyone to throw to.
1: Yeah, you're right. I, th- I have them we'll, – we'll, we'll talk about that after we go through the rest of yep. the uh, standings from last season.
0: Exactly. Second place were the Buffalo Bills. They finished at 10-6. and six. They actually did have a chance to win the division, losing only by, I believe, three points in Week 16 on a Saturday night game against the New England Patriots. So if they would have won that and then beat the New York Jets and then the Dolphins would have beat the Patriots in Week 17, then the Bills would have won the AFC East. But anyway, that was good enough for them to get the 5-C, the first wild card. And as we know, they started off really hot against the Houston Texans, and then the Houston Texans came back and beat them in overtime in the wild card round. Just like I said with the New England Patriots, we knew that the dynasty was over when they lost in a big upset game against the Tennessee Titans, where Tom Brady's last ever throw as a New England Patriot was a pick-six to Kenny Vaccaro.
1: Yep. <laughs> Love to see
0: it. I completely agree. (laughs) Sorry to all my Boston viewers, but we just need you guys to shut up for a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm with Kevin on that one.
0: Third place were the New York Jets at seven and nine. I'm not gonna lie; I was personally shocked that they were seven and nine. I mean, this team started what one and seven.
1: Yeah, yeah. the The Jets did have a nice uh. Bounce back last season.
0: I completely agree. And then yeah. last place were were the Miami Dolphins at five and eleven.
1: So, if you don't have the Patriots winning the division, who do you have winning the division this year, Mister Cohen?
0: The Buffalo Bills, my friend. I agree. At eleven and five.
1: I agree. I have the same record. I still think the Patriots uh, finish off at second, though, because the Jets are still a mess. I agree. I well, have the.
0: I think just like Baker, uh, this is a make or break year for Sam Darnold. I think he's. I, I'm, he's not, not I'm not. I'm not
1: so...
0: I think he's proven that he's not really the answer that the Jets thought that they were going to need, or not. Not let me rephrase that. Not that they were going to need the answer that they were looking for, and I don't think Sam Darnold played that
1: part. I think. I don't think this is a make and break year for Donald or for Darnold, mostly because he missed, I believe, five or was it five games or six games, whatever, whatever, whatever amount it was. Like three. Was it? No, I think it was more than three.
0: It could have been like three or four, maybe five.
1: Regardless, I think they're going to give him a little bit of a pass because he missed some games due to um, him catching uh, mono. mono
0: at like twenty five.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that- that's but I, odd there, buddy. we also have to think that when the Jets didn't have Sam Darnold for like those three or four weeks, they They're were rotating guys. They were dreadful, absolutely unwatchable. Because the Eagles played them and during was, that
0: what, forty-seven it, to ten victory, or something yeah, like that. yeah, they had
1: a Luke Luke Falk in there. That was and then David not fails when it yeah,
0: because of how terrible he was playing.
1: Because it was supposed to be Trevor Simeon, and then Trevor Simeon got hit, hurt in the primetime game against the Browns.
0: Yes.
1: So, that was just, yeah, that wasn't fun to watch. But as soon as the Darnold came back, they they showed some life again. And they also had that big win against the Cowboys last year. So, I don't think Darnold is on the hot seat as much as Baker is. But I think if the Jets don't do well this year, the next year is going to be hot seat for, for uh, Sam Darnold. Because I still think the Jets are still kind of rebuilding. They just got Adam Gase for their in the last year, so he's only in a second year. It usually takes about a year or two for a system be, to become familiar with the players.
0: Okay, I agree with that.
1: So I think Sam Darnold still has a little bit more of a cushion than Baker does.
0: I just think the main issue with Sam Darnold is he's not really going to have a lot of people to throw to.
1: That's another thing, too.
0: Like, his, his number one receiver this year is probably going to be Jameson Crowder, who, when you look back at his time, with Washington, because as you know, we can't say Redskins anymore.
1: Yeah, the Washington franchise.
0: Back at his, back in his early career with Washington, he was never a number one receiver. Yeah, and now he's gonna have to step up into that role because Denzel Mims, he's not gonna, he's not gonna go immediately into that number one position. Yeah, and I don't like Denzel Mims because he decided to trash our city saying that Philadelphia was a trash ass city. Yet I don't think he realizes that the Philadelphia Eagles are 11 and 0 all-time against the New York Jets. Yep. Yeah. And we've also won 6 straight against the New York Giants.
1: I, I I don't know. If he wants to feel that way, let him feel that way. He's from Texas, I believe, so he's probably a Cowboys fan. So he's probably a little bit biased. I agree, let him let him let him uh sulk in his ignorance.
0: Completely, I agree. All right, let's get back into it. So I say the Buffalo Bills, they win the division at eleven and five. I think that Stefan Diggs signing was huge.
1: Yep, because I agree.
0: Josh Allen needed someone to throw to. Don't get me wrong. Like Robert Foster, he's a good receiver. John Brown, he's a good receiver, but they needed like a true number one receiver. And that's something that they will get in Stefan Diggs. I mean, and also. Their secondary is completely underrated.
1: Yeah, the Bills are
0: white. Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, like Sean McDermott
1: is also a great coach that no one talks about. Oh, I agree. Yeah, no one talks about Sean McDermott.
0: He's an amazing coach.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I think the Bills win in division. I have the same thing at about eleven and five.
0: I think the Patriots they'll go around eight and eight.
1: I have him at 10-6 and six just because I'm a little bit more of a Belichick believer than most people are. I think Belichick figures it out somehow, even though he's not an offensive guy. Exactly. Um, I think he figures it out somehow, though, because Cam Cam's good. He's not Tom Brady good. but He's a good pickup. I think they just keep him around for a year, and then maybe they try and go for Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence next year in the draft. But for now – we're not talking about that. We're talking about the now. Exactly. I think they still go around like nine and seven, ten and six.
0: All right, I respect that. I mean, I'm not the biggest Belichick fan, but I do have to give him some respect. He has more franchises, he are not franchises, he has more Super Bowl rings than any other franchise. He has eight Super Bowl rings.
1: But yeah, by himself.
0: He he won yeah. two as the defensive coordinator for the New York Giants and then won his six as head coach of the New England Patriots. Yeah. Uh the the Jets, uh
1: I have a five and eleven. I agree. Nothing special there.
0: Completely agree. Uh,
1: but I do have them last in the division. I think the Dolphins so do win sixth game next year.
0: So do I. I have them yeah. I think the Dolphins will get seven and nine. I don't know if Tua is per se the answer. I think that they probably should have drafted Herbert instead of Tua.
1: I think the only surefire quarterback from this past year was the uh, uh, number one overall pick who went to the Bengals. It's slipping my name, or it's slipping my mind. Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Joe Burrow, yeah. Stupid. Um, I think he's the only surefire quarterback. I think Tua. I think Tua's good. Don't get me wrong. I I see him. I watched him a lot in college because I, I watched a good amount of uh, Alabama football. So he's a really, really, really good thrower in the football. Like watching him throw football is really something to behold, but you also have to remember think of all the players that are around that around him in college all the first Jerry round Judy, talent hey Smith
0: Jalen yeah. Henry Ruggs.
1: that's why I'm not a big Jalen hurts fan when the Eagles signed in because that that's not that's a discussion for another day but I can play there's, the just, there's just there's just so much talent another day. yeah that's such a there's so much talent in that at that program so We'll have to see how he does in Miami. I don't think he starts this season. No, I think but... I think that Patrick starts, he gets the keys to the car around.
0: Probably about uh, week six, maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I just think until Tua shuts me up, I'm going to keep doubting him because he is pretty injury prone. I mean, he's been injured. Like we you know, he, sh- he basically shattered his head in that game against Mississippi State this year. But, I mean, he's been dealing with ankle injuries. He's been dealing with knee injuries. He also been dealing with hip injuries even before he actually shattered his hip. Yep. So that's why I have my doubts against him because he has all these things stacked up against him. If you look at the 2018 SEC Championship game against Georgia, he injured both ankles in, those ge- in that game. Yeah. He got sacked and then was limping, I believe, on his right ankle. Then got sacked again and injured his left ankle. That's why Jalen Hurts had to come into the football game because he had injured his other ankle.
1: Yeah, I really hope Tua proves me wrong. Like I'm really rooting for him. I want Tua to do I,
0: I am too. I just yeah. have my doubts until until Tua shows shows me that he's a great quarterback and he shuts me up. I will have my doubts.
1: Yep. I agree
0: exactly my friend and now finally into our final AFC division the AFC West the defending AFC West champions they are they've won excuse me they've won the division i believe the last 4 years the defending Super Bowl champions the Kansas City Chiefs they went 12 and 4 they started the season not too hot at 6 and 4 they had that big, big game in Kansas City against the Oakland Raiders where they completely embarrassed the Raiders. The Raiders mm-hmm. could have taken over the division lead if they beat the Chiefs, who were struggling at that point. But then they went on to win six straight. like They beat Tom Brady and Foxborough, and that's what got them their first-round bye. They had the comeback win against the Houston Texans. They had the comeback win against the Tennessee Titans. And in Super Bowl 54, they were down by 10 points and came back in one. A great 31 to 20 victory to win their second Super Bowl in franchise history over the San Francisco 49ers.
1: Yep. It's
0: crazy for me to think that you look at every single game that they played the divisional, the AFC championship, and the Super Bowl. All three of those games they trailed by double digits and they still pulled out the victory.
1: Yeah, man. When you got Patrick Mahomes on your team, it tends to happen.
0: Absolutely, I agree. I think this is a given. I think me and you will definitely both say that they repeat a champions.
1: Yeah, I think – I don't know. I'm not entirely a believer in the Super Bowl hangover. I do think it's a thing on some teams, but I just think Patrick Mahomes is too good. I so, I, I, I still think they're going to the Super Bowl. I haven't really thought about – I don't really make my Super Bowl predictions until probably about like week three or four of the – of the uh of the of the season, of the season. yeah. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I, I'm not. I don't really know who's gonna be a Super Bowl this year. That's what I'm saying. I don't make preseason Super Bowl predictions because, because it, it's really anyone's super game. Super hard. Yeah, like when the Eagles won the Super Bowl back in 2017. Like I, me, me, I can at least say for me, I don't know about you, but for me, I had no idea the Eagles were gonna win the Super Bowl that season. Neither they did I. Yeah, you just don't know. Sometimes some teams just capture lightning in the bottle. Who knew, Who knows? Maybe the Jack the Jaguars will win the Super Bowl this year. You never know.
0: Exactly. You never know. Yeah. But, like, I think me and you agree that the Chiefs will repeat. But then there's people that doubt the Chiefs, like Adam Rank from NFL Network. As you know, he's the guy who comes in, at, or he's the guy who breaks down every team's schedule and predicts their victories. He has the Denver Broncos winning the AFC West.
1: No. Clown,
0: absolutely not.
1: I think the I think the Broncos have a great season this year, though. Don't get me wrong. But, but I don't think they beat the Chiefs.
0: But back into or
1: for the division at least.
0: Exactly, back into this division. This was technically a two-way tie for second place with the Denver Broncos finishing seven and nine, and then the then Oakland now Las Vegas Raiders finishing seven and nine, and then. 4th place was again probably the most overhyped team this year, the Los Angeles Chargers at 5 and 11.
1: Yeah, that was a last last year that was not a very fun division to watch. I didn't watch a whole lot of the AFC West last year besides the Chiefs. And I, I sure. think I think that is going to change this year. I think the AFC West is probably going to be most, the most exciting division to watch this year.
0: Um I agree.
1: I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs went at fourteen and two. Yes, I have the Broncos at eleven and five, so and I think they, I think they split with the Chiefs. I think they beat the Chiefs at least once this year.
0: I say, I say that they split it as um, K- Kansas City wins in Kansas City, and Denver wins in Denver.
1: Yeah, because I feel like Denver's going to be that. There's always that one team that uh, goes from like you know having like three or four wins the season, like the season before, and then having like. Eleven wins the next season. I think the Broncos are the are that team this year. Last year was the Niners. This year, it's, I think it's going to be the Broncos.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think the Raiders will also get in the wild card as well. I think they get, I think they nabbed that seven seed because you have to remember that they expanded the playoffs this year. Yes, they did. I think the Raiders get that get that wild that last wild card spot.
1: Yeah, I think every team in in this division is a really solid football team. Like I can't really look at any of these teams and think, yeah. There's there's an obvious uh, last place here. I think there's an obvious first team, but I don't think any of these guys are an obvious last, last place.
0: I just think the Chargers, the biggest handicap with them is going to be the quarterback.
1: I think Tyrod Taylor is a little bit underrated. I think he's a grown-up. He's going to do what he needs to do before he can pass on the torch to Justin Herbert.
0: I agree, I'm, but I think that it'll end up like 2018 where Tyrod Taylor – Or actually, I think it's pronounced Tarod. Is it Tarod? I I don't I think he said it in an interview one time. Um,
1: We'll call him Mr. Taylor. How about that?
0: Mr. Taylor, number five. Um, He started week one. As we know, 2018 Cleveland Browns just started with a tie against Pittsburgh Steelers. And then Thursday night football against the Jets. He injured himself. and.
1: I'm a bit... I'm a big fan of Mr. Taylor. I think he was great when he was in Buffalo. I agree. Um, I, re- I really am rooting for him out there because I think he did. I don't, I don't know if he's a starting quarterback in this league, but I don't think he deserves to be the journey- journeyman quarterback he's kind of become. I so agree. I hope he does well this season. I hope he stays healthy for his sake and for our viewing sake. And I think he probably plays until around week six Maybe week, maybe week five before they give it off to Justin Herbert because you know the Chargers are out in L.A. So they gotta sell tickets. They got their first round pick this year, who's a quarterback. They got to put him on the field.
0: Absolutely, I agree. So, so now, so now let's. I'm not gonna say to, for you to say your uh, your seedings, but let's give the recap again for the viewers. Who were your four division winners and your three wild cards
1: for the AFC this year? So, my four division winners, I have the Baltimore Ravens winning the AFC North, the Houston Texans winning the AFC South, I have the Buffalo Bills winning the AFC East, and I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning the AFC West, with the Broncos, the Bills, and the Colts winning the wild card. And, wait, there's one more wild card spot.
0: Wait, the Bills in the wild card, or are they division winner?
1: Oh, uh, no, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, the Patriots wild card, I'm sorry. Okay. And uh, the Steelers at Wildcourt.
0: Okay. So, like I said, for our viewers, my, my division winners, the AFC North will stay with the Baltimore Ravens. The Kansas City Chiefs will win the AFC West. The Buffalo Bills will win the AFC East. And the Indianapolis Colts will win the AFC South with the Pittsburgh Steelers, Denver Broncos, and Las Vegas Raiders as, your th- as the three Wild Card teams. So, that was the NFC, buddy. Now, let's get into... Our division, or not our division, but our conference for our team, the NFC.
1: This is where it gets good.
0: Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> Kicking it off into the NFC North. The defending NFC North champions are the Green Bay Packers. They finished with a record of 13 and three. Our Eagles were one of their three losses at home week four, Thursday night.
1: Great night. That was a great night.
0: Lambo, that was an amazing night especially knowing that Craig James stepped up when he, they really needed him. Yep. His first play in scrimmage, he tipped it up, and Nigel Bradham was able to catch the game-clinching interception for the victory. But anyway, they finished with a record of 13-3. They were the second seed in the NFC. They did beat the Seattle Seahawks in a close-fought game and then went out to Santa Clara, who they went out to earlier in the season and got embarrassed on Sunday Night Football and then got embarrassed again in the NFC Championship game by the San Francisco 49ers.
1: Right. So, for the NFC North this year, I'm not entirely sure how well the Packers are going to do. I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, distraction going on up there with them drafting Jordan Love in the first round and I'm not entirely sure that Aaron Rodgers is happy up there anymore because he, he led the NFL in throwaways. Yes. So I don't actually don't have the Packers winning the, the uh, division this year.
0: Okay, before you get your prediction, I'll, let's just read off the rest of the division. Second yep. place was the Minnesota Vikings who finished with a record of 10 and six. That was good enough for them to clinch the second wild card spot in the NFC. As we know, they did win that overtime game in New Orleans against the New Orleans Saints, where for the first time in forever they decided to wear all purple. <laughs> and then they headed to San Francisco, to pl- or Santa Clara. I should actually clarify. <laughs> I see. I see what you did there.
1: there. I see what you did there.
0: Um, but they they held their own in the first half, but then the second half
1: they were beaten by the better team. Yeah.
0: Kirk Cousins is just not a good playoff quarterback.
1: He's not a, he's not a good big-game quarterback, no, no matter if it's primetime or playoffs. I'm not the biggest Kirk Cousins fan.
0: And even by his record, he is the worst Monday night football quarterback in NFL history. Yes, sir. So, And then in third place was the Chicago Bears, who finished the season at 8-8. Eight and eight. And then last place, who got the third overall pick, was the Detroit Lions, who finished with a record of 3-12-1, their one tie being the Arizona Cardinals, and one of their three wins being against our Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Yeah, we don't talk about that.
0: I agree. There was plenty of horrible calls, especially, especially that Miles Sanders face mask, guys. What the hell was that?
1: And the NFL refs don't talk about that. That was don't that was egregious. About a lot
0: of Eagles cheap shots. I could I could go on for days, especially that like Carson Wentz cheap shot And the playoffs. Mister yeah. Clowney,
1: who is he still is he on a team right now? Is uh, he employed?
0: I I think he signed his franchise tag with Seattle, maybe, but
1: yeah, I don't know. I think, we're not we're not fans of Shavian uh, clowny around here. The
0: Eagles were looking into signing him. I think. The issue with that is that he would probably have to issue the city of Philadelphia a public apology. I don't.
1: I don't want him. No, keep, him at, keep him off the team.
0: So, Chuck, who do you got winning the NFC North? If it's I actually,
1: I actually think the, uh, I think the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Win the win that. the division this year. I can see that. I think their record is about twelve and four. I think they split with the Packers. Okay. And I think I have the Packers at ten and six. All right. Now I'm not entirely sure. Like like I said, I don't know how the package is going to be this year. I don't know if ten and six is completely possible. I think they could. I think they could easily, you know, go thirteen and three. It's just all. Of, I think it's all up to Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers wants to win, I think he will win. And if he just doesn't care, he they they go ten and six. And I think he's getting really unhappy up in Green Bay. I think he wants to get out of there. Once you become a free agent, go play for like, you know, some team in Florida or California. Some are warm, and I think they the Packers move on from Aaron Rodgers in the next couple of years, and they move on to their uh, first-round quarterback selection this past year in Jordan Love.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I just think even with the controversy of the Jordan Love draft pick, I I just still think that the Packers will win the NFC North. If you really look at it, they didn't lose really anybody in frequency, yeah. So I just think that they will win the NFC North. I still think the Vikings finish in third place because I mean, I just think that that Svondiggs, uh trade is going to cripple them a little bit because Adam Thielen, he's a great receiver, don't get me wrong, but he can't take the full load.
1: We'll have to see. That's, there's only one way to find out, and that's waiting.
0: Precisely. This one is going to be different, though.
1: All right, tell me what you got, Kevin. This,
0: this might shock you, but I have the Detroit Lions finishing third.
1: What do you have as a record?
0: Around five and eleven, maybe maybe six and ten.
1: Now I think the Detroit Lions. I have them finishing last. I have them around like four and twelve, three and thirteen, but. I th- I'm a big Matt Stafford fan. I think Matt Stafford is one of the most underappreciated quarterbacks in the league. I think the reason he's been – has not been as successful as most other first – or number one overall picks for the quarterback position is because he was drafted by the Lions. And the Lions – let's be real here. The Lions aren't one of the best-run franchises in this in the NFL.
0: Completely agree. They haven't played so, a playoff game uh, since the 90s.
1: Yeah. So, I think
0: – Them and the Bengals have the longest streaks for their last
1: playoff one. Play. I think that the long, I think Matt Patricia, I don't think he's doing a great job, but I think he's doing a pretty decent job. He's building up his defense, I think.
0: Yeah, I agree. Because also bringing in a veteran in Jamie Collins, that's going to yeah. help out a lot.
1: I think this is a big year for Matt Patricia. So do As, I. I. I don't know how many more years uh, Matt Stafford has left on his contract. Um, but I think the Matt Stafford days in Detroit are, are going to be limited from here on out because I don't know if they're going to re-sign him. But I, I have...
0: lately completely agree.
1: I have the Bears going third at around 8-8. Eight and eight. I don't know how well Nick Foles is going to do in Chicago, because don't get me wrong, I love Nick Foles. So do he I. Won, he won a Super Bowl for us. But outside of Philadelphia, he's not pin that great a quarterback. No. For, for whatever reason, I don't know why.
0: I think it's just the systems, because I believe we run more of a West Coast system which fits him a little better.
1: Yeah, we, but we don't even know if he's going to be playing and playing this fall. We we have no idea what Chicago's going to be doing with their quarterback position because they still have a uh, uh, Mitch Trubisky over there who's who has not
0: been performing well either.
1: Yeah, so we have to see. I think the Bears do it like they did about two years ago, and they tear they tear through or they win their games basically based on defense. I agree. Because all the quarterback has to do, when you have a great defense like that and a and a good running game, all the quarterback really has to do is just manage. Just be a game manager, essentially. The because def- defense, I'm I'm a big fan of defense. If you have a good defense, I think you win a lot of football games.
0: Completely, I agree.
1: So, I yeah, that's why I have him around like eight and eight.
0: Yeah, I can see why you say that. I just think that that quarterback issue is going to be too much for them. That's the that's their main issue. I mean their their defense is really good. Don't get me wrong. Eddie Jackson, he's one of the best one of the best safeties in the league. But yeah, I just I just think that the Lions somehow will find a way to finish third. But we are all entitled to our own opinion. Am I right about that, Chuck?
1: That we that you are.
0: Exactly. Moving on to the NFC South. The defending NFC South champions are the New Orleans Saints. Shout out to our boy, Patrick Griswold. He was here for episode one and episode four. He is a member of Hudat Nation. The Saints finished with a record of 13-3. and They did lose out on tiebreakers for the first round bye, as they did lose to the San Francisco 49ers. They did not play the Green Bay Packers, but the Green Bay Packers had a better conference record than they did. Moving on. They were the three seed in the NFC playoffs, and they lost their wild card game at home in overtime, which was another game with them full of controversy against the Minnesota Vikings.
1: Yeah. yeah. I th- so, at the Saints, I- I'm not entirely sure how. I have we'll talk about records in a minute. But no, the Saints have just yeah, the Saints have just been snake bitten these past couple of years. The refs have really not been on that team's side for whatever reason. I don't know if there's any there's
0: blood down there, but yeah. I completely agree.
1: It's going to be sure. a really fun division to watch this year though.
0: Absolutely, I agree. There was quote unquote a kind of second place tie, but just because Atlanta did have a better division record, Both Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers both finished with a record of seven and nine, which the Falcons they started off poorly. their first win was against the Philadelphia Eagles and then they lost so many games in a row and then they finally picked up a couple good quality they did have some quality wins last year. They did beat a couple playoff teams like I like I've said, they went to San Francisco and beat the 49ers. They went to New Orleans and beat the Saints. They beat the Eagles at home.
1: The Falcons were a very strange team last year.
0: I completely agree.
1: Yeah. I I have no idea what was happening there. Because I'm a, like about halfway through the season, everyone was calling for uh Dan Quinn's job. And then he just flipped the switch, I guess, and they, they started winning again because they were having some pretty ugly losses.
0: Completely I agree. And yeah. then
1: Tampa,
0: Tampa's record really shocked me. So when you think about it, their defense is not that good.
1: Yeah, and but, Jameis Winston and threw a lot of interceptions. James
0: was the first NFL quarterback to ever go thirty and thirty.
1: Yeah, it's crazy to think that if they just had a quarterback that was just so, like somewhat decent, what they could have done. Because they they, there's heard. there's so many offensive pieces down in Tampa Bay. Now they got. They got Tom Brady there now, so we got to see how much tank or how much gas he has left in the tank.
0: The only issue, I'll, I'll get to that when we describe yeah. the winners. And then last place was the Carolina Panthers finished with a record of 5-11. and 11. They started off pretty well. I mean, they started the season 5-3 and three and then lost the last eight games of the year. Yeah. That was a huge collapse for them.
1: The firing of Ron Rivera midseason was definitely not, not helpful. For them. And yeah.
0: also Cam Newton re-injuring his foot in preseason didn't help either. Injuring yeah. his foot in the preseason, then I believe week one he re- or week two, he re-injured his foot, which kept him out for a majority of the year. So then you had to have Kyle Allen step up into a big role. And, I mean, he started off great, but then his numbers just went down and down and down and down and down from there. Yeah. So I think that the Teddy Bridgewater signing, the Robbie Anderson signing, that's going to help Matt Rule. That's going to help them as well.
1: And Matt Rule's a Philly. He was at Temple for a couple of seasons, so he has some ties back here to Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, and then Uh, they also brought in LSU's old offensive coordinator and Joe Brady to do the the play calling for them.
1: I think the Carolina Panthers this year are going to be very interesting. I – yeah, I think I think I have I have him around like seven and nine. Because I I, if you if you look at Matt Rule and what he's done at Temple and then he did at Baylor who's also a Penn State guy by the way.
0: Absolutely. I agree.
1: Um, He was always I don't think he's gonna be bad this year but his first year at Temple I'd, I'm not entirely sure of his record but he I believe he only won like two games his first year at Temple and then he completely built that program all the way back up and to the point where they were almost top ten because back in like twenty sixteen when they, they were, there was the Halloween game against Notre Dame if they won that game they probably would have been top ten for the first time, and I think it was for like I, I don't know what how many years like, it was the Great depression yeah, but that he built that team all the way up that, they were undefeated up to that point and then they, the French, unfortunately they lost to Notre Dame, but I agree he, he Breaks, he completely like rehauls systems and he's good at what he does. It takes a couple years for him to get there, but then he gets the team to where they are. And then he did the same thing at Baylor. His first season at Baylor, I don't think he won a single game.
0: No, they won 1 11 and they won their last game of the year against guess who?
1: Who?
0: The Kansas Jayhawks. (laughs) That's why they won a game because they made Kansas. But that's even embarrassing to know that Kansas finished with the same record as you. Yeah. And you lost to Liberty? You lost to Duke?
1: But then, like, he builds the program back up again. So after, like, three years. 12-2. and two. Yeah. So, he's good at what he does. It takes a little while for him to get going. And this is the NFL. I think, it, I think the Matt Rule signing for the Carolina Panthers was good. I think I, they have enough talent there I, where...
0: Quote-unquote hiring for them.
1: Yeah. I think there's enough talent there to keep Matt Rule... In games this year, because yeah. you got, you know, you got Christian McCaffrey. He's the top five running back. Oh, yeah. You have, you have pieces, you have some pieces on offense besides Christian McCaffrey. I mean, you have Robbie, you have Robbie Anderson signing, which was a good signing. I think he was a good receiver. And he you have, more,
0: who is a quality receiver.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then you have uh, Teddy Bridgewater, who I think is a really, is a pretty good quarterback. I don't think he's really good. I think he's a, he's a pretty good quarterback. So I think they'll win some games this year. I don't think they're going to be awful. I think I.
0: I, So Chuck, who you got winning the NFC South?
1: So I have the New Orleans Saints winning the NFC South. So do I. At thirteen and three.
0: Right on the dot with me as well.
1: Yeah, and then you have
0: anybody, and getting that and getting a quality number two receiver in Emmanuel Sanders for Drew Brees to throw to, is money.
1: This is a big year for Drew Brees. I don't know how much he has left in the tank. We'll have to see. Because I believe he's thirty nine years old.
0: Yeah, uh, he's around. I think he's about two years younger than Tom Brady, so he's either thirty nine or forty, maybe. And I think Brady's like forty two or forty three. Yeah.
1: So, it it's really as far as Drew Brees can take them at at this point. Um, but I I'm very much looking forward to the Saints Buccaneers games. That happened this year, because those are going to be great games. of the to...
0: especially knowing that one of them is going to be week one.
1: Yeah. Um, please, please, Lord above, give us this season of football, please. I'm yeah. begging you.
0: I agree. The Saints will win the division at 13-3. I think the Bucs, they finish second.
1: I just think Tom Brady I...
0: – They're not making the playoffs. I'm, I'm saying it right now. I don't care if you think that this is a bold statement – the Buccaneers will not make the playoffs.
1: I disagree on Tom that.
0: Brady's. If you look at Tom Brady, all six years that he all six years seasons that he won the Super Bowl, all six seasons that he won the Super Bowl, he had a top ten scoring defense. That's
1: Buccaneers true. Buccaneers
0: last year were a were twenty sixth in scoring defense, giving up twenty eight point one points per game. Don't get me wrong; they have great players. Vita Vea, he's kind of average, but. Devin White, Levante David, Shaq Barrett, those are great linebackers. Your secondary is not the best. Vernon Hargraves is not the greatest corner. And same with Murphy Bunting. He's not that good either.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I do agree. I don't know if Tom can win shootouts. Like the, That's the reason I have the Saints over the Buccaneers for winning the division, because the Saints have the much better defense than the Buccaneers. Because they didn't beat anybody. Yeah, the... But- the Buccaneers, they have a lot of players on offense. I got my guy, Chris, God, uh, Chris Godwin, Penn State guy. They exactly. got Mike Evans. But they they just uh, they don't have the defense. I think defense is more important than offense. And if you got the defense, you're going to win. I, that's just what I believe. If I was uh, R.J.
0: Howard, I'd feel insulted.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I mean, I get it. Gronk's a great tight end. I think. It's yeah, and I, and
1: I signed Gronk this year, too. I forgot about that.
0: Well, technically, he was quote-unquote traded. But yeah. anyway... I would feel insulted if I was O.J. Howard, knowing that you've led, I mean, Cameron Braid, even Cameron Braid as well. Those, yeah. those, those have been the two tight ends the last three years. And I also think, a little side tangent, I think it's ridiculous that Gronk has not played in the NFL in two years. You're going to give him a 94 in Madden
1: 31? <laughs> and that you're can... going to
0: give our boy Zach Ertz a 90?
1: Future episode of this podcast, Kevin, let's just have some nice rants about these ridiculous Madden ratings that came out the other day.
0: Yes, like Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott have the same rating. Are you kidding me? Yeah,
1: it's ridiculous. That's
0: not that, – Dak should be lower and Carson Wentz should be higher.
1: I believe they marked Saquon Barkley at like a, at like a 92. He should be like
0: a 95.
1: At least a 95.
0: What's I would love to see what Zeke is. So, Ugh. anyway, back into it. Falcons. I
1: got the Falcons finishing last. Yeah, so do I. I think the Falcons go around four and twelve. I agree. Yeah, that that team, it, it they're a weird team because last they didn't really. Who did they lose this year in off se- in uh, free agency and during the off season? I don't remember. Yeah, I know they got Todd Gurley. I don't think Todd Gurley was that big of a signing. Honestly, I think he's a. I, don't. I think he's over the hill. Um I mean they have a great offense. I but I just they think
0: got a good they got a good draft pick in AJ Terrell, but
1: But you, got, you look at the rest of the division. The rest of the is just too good. I agree. And their defense I mean Desmond Trufant's a good corner. No, he's going. Is he going? Alright, oh well, never mind. Never mind.
0: He's going. I don't know where he signed, but I know that they let him go.
1: Never mind then. How
0: about about Keanu Neal? I mean, it did suck last year that his season was cut short. Yeah. I believe he tore his Achilles either week one or week two. Actually, I think he did tear it in the Eagles game. Yeah. It does suck that his season was cut short. He's been a great player for the Falcons. But, yeah, I don't think the Falcons are going to do well. And the Panthers are going to finish third. Again, they're another team just like –
1: they're hard to Excuse predict me. for me.
0: Just like with Cleveland, they have a brand new coaching staff, so
1: Yeah, that those are the teams Madden. are gonna be those teams are gonna be the hardest hit during this whole uh pandemic because That's you can't going, these teams um, can't get together.
0: Yeah, and you can't you literally just have to look at playbooks like you can't you can't run your routes, you don't you can't practice the the um the pass protection. So you you're just learning it virtually and then now you basically are saying, Okay, now we have two weeks To shove all this new crap into your brain. Yeah. That's not going to be enough time. So, New Orleans 1, Tampa Bay 2, Carolina 3, Atlanta 4. Agreed?
1: Agreed. Moving into our
0: division, my friend. Oh,
1: boy. This is a doozy.
0: NFC East.
1: This is going to be the longest part of the podcast right here, talking about this.
0: Oh, I agree. (laughs) The... Defending NFC East champions are our Philadelphia Eagles. We won the division at nine and seven. Everyone was doubting us after we lost our week 13 game in Miami against the Dolphins. I did as well. I was like, how did we lose to the Dolphins? We all heard it from all the Cowboys guys, but Hey, the Dolphins at least had some wins. We didn't lose to a winless jet squad. Yep. But we won the last four games of, our year, we, and we they were all against division opponents.
1: We, when it came time when to came step to up to the plate, time.
0: Carson West stepped up. Carson
1: Carson went stepped up. That's what we'll we'll get to uh, discussing the Eagles roster uh, after we go through all this, and you exactly. take us through.
0: So they won the division at nine and seven. Unfortunately, they did lose a heartbreaker in a wild card to the Seattle Seahawks. Coincidentally, so you know we lost to the Seattle Seahawks at home also this year in the regular season. Yeah, we lost seventeen to nine in the regular season, and we lost seventeen nine in the wild card.
1: Yeah, it seems like every year we play the Seahawks. Even this year, we have the Seahawks on the schedule again this year.
0: We have the Seahawks on our schedule this year. It's a Monday Night Football game. That's one of the, that's one of the teams I have a solution to because Russell Wilson somehow always has our
1: Yeah. We never argument. beat the Seahawks. It's,
0: I, I think Russell Wilson is undefeated in his career against Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Yeah. And we it seems like we always play like this year we played them in Philadelphia, but it seems like we always play the Seahawks in Seattle, which is makes it a 10 times harder uh 10 times harder game. Cuz playing in CenturyLink is not ideal for any team, especially exactly. when you're in, an East Coast team flying up to the Pacific Northwest for a primetime football game.
0: I completely agree. Second place was our most hated team. This is the team that I put the most ill will towards, too, in our division. And I'm not even going to say it. It's that team in uh, Central Texas with that Navy Blue Star. You know which team I'm talking about, right? Yeah,
1: the team that should not be named.
0: Yeah. Like I said in Episode 1, this is called Broad Sports for a reason. This is with a Philly bias. So I will not be naming this team. It's a team with the Navy Blue Star, or as I sometimes say, the Devils team. They finished with a record of 8-8. They were basically completely healthy heading into our Week 16 game against the Philadelphia Eagles. The only injury that that team had was Leighton Van Der Esch. Yep. We had, even though Nelson Aguilar wasn't the biggest issue, Nelson Aguilar was out. Deshaun Jackson was out. Malik Jackson was out. Lane Johnson was out. And you're telling me you can't beat a bunch of practice squad players?
1: This is why. No, no. I'm don't get me wrong. I love Carson. I'm. I am. i am ai am an Eagles fan. But honestly, no bias. That's why I believe Carson is better than Dak because Dak would have not have won that game if he was on the Eagles. Uh, Dak. I agree.
0: I agree. Dak.
1: I believe has been this, as successful as he is. I think Dak is good, but. If you look at the team that Dak has had for the past four years, he, he should have
0: been he should have won two Super Bowls by now.
1: It's it's incredible the amount of talent he's had around him. It's unheard of,
0: and he's done
1: nothing. I mean he's, he's won divisions, but
0: I mean, you could say that Carson Wentz has done nothing but he started uh, the whole Super Bowl for the Philadelphia. You see, Eagles. that's
1: I always get in, I get in arguments with Philadelphia fans about this all the time about how of oh, Carson Wentz didn't win a Super Bowl. Nick Foles did. All right, well, who he, got us in his position? His
0: name is still on that Lombardi Trophy. Well, they don't actually put his name physically on there, but he's still on that banner.
1: Yeah. like
0: Still do, on that roster. Who,
1: who put Car- Nick Foles in position to go on the run that he went on? Carson Wentz. Yeah, Carson did it. And Carson probably would have done the same exact thing if he didn't have his ACL torn against the Rams.
0: Carson would have won MVP.
1: Yeah. So don't sit here and tell me that Carson Wentz did nothing the Super Bowl year.
0: Exactly. Like, I'm going to go on my little tangent later about how Carson's over Dak. I say it with bias and also unbiased as well. I just think that Carson's a better quarterback. Oh, Carson's injury-prone. Dak's like, – yeah, yeah. Dak has started 67 games in his career, if you include the playoffs. Carson's played in 10 less games. He's played in 57 games, if you include the playoffs. They have the same amount of touchdowns. Dak has one more interception than Carson. Of course, he's got a better passer rating. Of course, he's got a better completion percentage. Of course, he's got more passing yards because he's played in 10 more games. Yep. People are acting like Carson Wentz has never has never missed a game in his career, and they're both at the same number of games when it's not true.
1: It's a misleading stat line.
0: It is a misleading stat line.
1: Yeah. I believe that the Cowboys this year – or the team that should not be named. I apologize. The
0: team that shall not be named.
1: The team in Arlington has up, definitely upgraded around back with the weapons that he has. Oh, he I'm has... going
0: to feel like Harley Quinn saying this. The team with the owner of Mr. J. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Harley Quinn saying that when I'm not even talking about the Joker, even though the dude is a clown. The yeah. The team that has Mr. J and his son Mr. J—I'll say JJ—as, which didn't make any sense because his first name starts with the I believe a D, but still. Or how about DJ as yeah. general manager? Oh, this team has so much talent. But don't get me wrong; they had a great draft.
1: The—that's the thing, though. You—they have no, who do they have on defense now?
0: Trayvon, well, they got a good corner. They got, Va- they got they got, Van Der
1: Esch, they got Vanderesh. They got Miss, they got Layton Vanderesh. And they got, Jay- uh, they got Jalen Smith. But what about their secondary?
0: I mean, they drafted Trayvon Diggs, but yeah, like Chibito Wuzier, not that good. Xavier Woods, not that good. Jordan I just, Lewis, not that
1: good. I think Carson Wentz, Brown, not that good. Carson Wentz just chews up that secondary. And the Eagles have a good, good enough offensive line to keep the pass rush at bay because Lane Johnson usually does well against, um, uh, Lawrence. yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. And also you want to talk about, Oh, Dak's better against the Eagles. She's got more wins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. dak Dax got eight touchdowns and seven interceptions against the, the Eagles Carson. He's won less game against the, he's won less games against the Cowboys, 12 touchdowns to only two interceptions.
1: That's the stat. Like, Carson Carson steps who? up to the plate.
0: Literally Carson is better against the Cowboys than Dak is against the Birds.
1: Mr. Skip Bayless always likes to say that Carson has oh, like a that, deer, that deer be. in the headlights but hey, uh, least, quality to him.
0: A, I don't know if he's a fan or not, but at least we have our man Shannon Sharp defending us.
1: I love Shannon Sharp. That's my man.
0: So do I. But back into the division, third place was the New York Giants, not by much really, at four and 12. And then – last place was the Washington franchise that is Burgundy and gold. I can't say their name because their team name doesn't come out until tomorrow. Like I said, I'm filming this on Sunday, July 19th, 2020. This will definitely probably not be out by tomorrow morning. So if this comes out Tuesday or Wednesday, sorry, but I just have to say the Washington team with Burgundy and gold. I hope that they do not switch from burgundy and gold. That's I, what my last episode was about, about the Washington team name. But back into it.
1: They I believe that they said that – That at 3-13. I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Kevin. I believe they did say that they're keeping the burgundy and gold. That's good. So um, what, do you, what do you have for your records for the NFC East, Kevin?
0: The Philadelphia Eagles will win the NFC East. Okay. This is somewhat unbiased, but I just also think here is the advantage – that the Eagles have that no one has talked about. We have our coaching staff. Yep. All other three teams in the division have new coaching staffs. Like the Giants. They got a new guy in Joe Judge.
1: A wide receiver a
0: coach. And Lance, but a Lansdale Catholic graduate. You have – and I apologize to all Giants fans, but we're going to sweep When you have Jason Garrett as your offensive coordinator, oh – Police.
1: Yeah, and then Ron, you yeah, have Ron Rivera, yeah, which
0: is and, a good hiring, and also having Zach Del Rio as your DC, that's going to be. A yeah, good so, I think the Redskins will have, be good in a pretty in a, in a couple of years. The
1: Redskins. I mean, the Redskins have just been so bad for a little while now. I'm, the the only way they can, or the only direction they can really go at this point is up. Exactly. I,
0: they have the pieces to do it.
1: I thought they were going to. I thought they were going to be the team that signed Cam Newton and have Cam Newton go back with uh Ron Rivera.
0: But then the issue is Kyle Allen also left the Panthers for the Redskins.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. We'll have to see. Couple I, I give them, give it a couple of years until they're until uh, they uh get back to where they were.
0: Philadelphia Eagles, they win the division at eleven and five.
1: Yeah. Agreed.
0: Dallas Cowboys, eight and eight. Thank I you.
1: have them at nine and seven.
0: Because everyone's talking about, oh my God, this team's so good. Okay. We unfortunately you can't say anything about Neville Gallimore from Oklahoma never played in an NFL game. You can't say anything about Trayvon Diggs hasn't played an NFL game. And as much as everyone, we always talked about how salty we were that that team that the team that shall not be named took Ceedee Lamb. You can't say anything about Ceedee Lamb either because he's never played an NFL game. And yep. that leaves Mike McCarthy in an awkward position because Amari's going to be your number one receiver. That's a given. Now what does he do? Does he move does he take Gallup from the number two position and move him into the slot? Or does he keep C D in the slot? Now here's a stat to keep in mind. Forty two percent of the completions that C D Lamb had this year at Oklahoma were in the slot. But like only forty two percent. That's less than fifty yeah. percent. That means fifty eight of them were outside the slot. Or fifty eight percent, excuse me. So that leaves him in a predicament. Do you put CD in the slot, or do you move Gallup into the slot and put CD at number two?
1: That's a that is a great question to ponder. But I think you keep CD in the slot because I, I don't did Michael Gallup play the slot last year? I can't no, recall. No, he's the number two receiver. Randall yeah.
0: Cobb was the slot.
1: And Randall, is Randall Cobb still on the team? Nope, he left. Yeah, so I think you put you put CD in the slot, and you keep Gallup at number two. And, obviously, Amari at number one. You just gave him that big contract. So, he's going to be playing against the Eagles for a little while. I agree. So, I think the Cowboys offensively this year, Dax in for a big year for all my fantasy football players. They should be high up on your on your list for your quarterback this year to go after. But I, I don't know if the Cowboys have enough talent on defense to really get them to that next step. To, oh, they don't? Yeah. They don't. And like, I think what are I think are
0: talking about, this still Demarcus Lawrence. Okay.
1: They got one. That's DeMarcus one good Robert pass rusher. Quinn. Yeah.
0: Robert Quinn to Chicago.
1: Yeah. They just don't, they Oh my don't God. Have... We,
0: signed, we signed Gerald McCoy. Okay. Gerald McCoy is washed up. You saw his season in Carolina this year. It was abysmal. Same with Don Terry Poe. His season in Carolina this year was abysmal.
1: They don't have enough places or enough pass rushers on defense to really make a difference. I feel, and not enough game changers in the secondary to really make a quarterback. Uh, to really make a quarterback. They don't. They, they they don't have a good secondary, or not as good as a. The no, show. they don't. the so yeah. secondary is terrible. A, we, a good like, quarterback Eagles, will eat that secondary. Don't get me wrong.
0: Out. The Eagles we actually improved our secondary a little bit.
1: Yeah, they. Kavon well, we Wallace could,
0: was a great choice. I watched him at Clemson. He was a great player at Clemson. Adding, getting Darius Slay from the Lions really helped. As I don't know if you're going to agree with me, I think Nikkel Roby Coleman. That was a great signing. Yes, it
1: was. Yeah, I agree.
0: Yes, we still have Jalen Mills. Yes, we still have Rasul. Yes, we still have Avante. Yes, we still have Sid, which I think Sid should have been gone last year, in my personal opinion. He has not lived up to his expectations. But I mean, we addressed our issues and we fixed it.
1: Yeah, but I think the yes, Eagles. The Eagles are
0: drafted Trayvon Diggs, but we can't say anything because he hasn't played in the NFL yet.
1: The Eagles are definitely the, I feel unbiasedly, I think the better roster. The better roster doesn't always necessarily mean the better team,
0: especially but, if you break it down by positions. Like, yeah, because of course, the in my opinion, the Eagles have the better quarterback. Eagles now have a better O line because yes, Tyron Smith is still in the team. Yes, Zach Martin's still in the team, but Zach Martin wasn't known for being vocal. Tyron Smith's not known for being vocal. That was all Travis Frederick. And now yeah. he's gone. He retired. I mean, the running backs, if you had to say collectively as a squad, I'm going to take Corey Clement, Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. But if you're just saying the starting quarter the starting running backs, I'm going to take Zeke, of course. Of course. But like like I just said, I would take Miles Sanders, Corey Clement and Boston Scott over Pollard and Zeke. Even though people will probably give me crap for that. How can you not take Zeke Zeke's in a running back
1: rotation? Zeke is the the lead running back for the Cowboys. Or as the lead running back for the Cowboys, I would honestly take him over Miles, even though I think Miles is going to have a big step forward this year.
0: I agree. Uh, Wide receivers, unfortunately, I have to give it to the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Tight ends, that's easily uh, the Eagles. Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard are over Blake Jarwin. What, bro? Are you kidding me? Jason Witten? No, Jason Witten's not even a Cowboy anymore. He went and left for the Raiders.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. They, all they have is. Uh, did they? I. I think they drafted a tight end this year. I, I predict- could be mistaken. I could be mistaken.
0: I know they drafted a Pine Richland guy and JMU uh, alum and Ben Danucci in the seventh round.
1: You know, I think you just – you put the rosters next to each other. I just think the Eagles have a better roster. I do too. Now, do you think the Giants are going to have a better record than the Redskins? Yes. I have the Giants at 3-13 and and the Redskins at 2-14. and
0: I agree. Because the thing is with Washington, like, yeah, they're good. But, like I said, they need to implement their – roster in place like the Giants they fixed a lot of their issues like they they had a terrible secondary but now Jabril Peppers finally got some help with Xavier McKinney joining the roster now Daniel Jones has a decent O-lineman in Andrew Thomas like when you look at it like Dwayne Haskins needs a receiver
1: they don't even know Dwayne Haskins is going to be the starting quarterback
0: exactly like Terry McLaurin he's a good he's a good wide receiver but like Trey Quinn is not cutting it. Yeah. And you're, t- uh, yes, I get it. You take Chase Young. He's an amazing talent. He's hometown. You take him in the connections, but you're basically just saying, oh yeah, let me beef up my D my D line. You don't really need to be beefed up.
1: Yeah, the Redskins do have a good front seven. Yeah, or, I'm sorry, not the Redskins, the Washington franchise. Fans.
0: They still have a good. They still have a good linebacker in Ryan Carrigan.
1: Yeah, the Washington, uh, the Washington team, definitely has a good defense. I feel the secondary needs work. The front seven is good. All of their problems are on offense. They don't have. I mean, they have Adrian Peterson, who still somehow is not is still pretty uh, productive for a running back his age. I agree, but that's that's all they have. I mean, their best offensive lineman now is playing for the Forty ers who was already disgruntled to begin with, with the organization.
0: They, they screwed him over. That was ridiculous why the training staff did that to him. Yeah. I mean, the, how do you not detect a cancerous tumor in someone's head? And I
1: don't you know.
0: are, And you have, a, you have a license to detect that. And you're uh, just going to blow it off?
1: That's, there's a lot of players who have gone through the not locker not room walk- in Washington. From-
0: I am literally surprised that even through all this name change with Washington and the sexual assault allegations, that Trent Williams did not file a lawsuit against the medical staff.
1: I wonder, I do wonder if what else has happened with that whole, that whole situation, if there's something we don't know, because you would think that someone that like
0: sue or get, or get something a huge.
1: Maybe, Cat maybe, settlement. yeah, maybe the Redskins won. Or the I'm sorry, I'm still getting used to it. The the Washington football franchise. You'd think that the front office with that would want to keep that kind of under wraps because that's a really bad look for the organization and for free agency and for merchandising and the whole, the whole organization outside of the football field, outside of the locker room. So I think, I mean, this is just a personal theory of mine, but I think they probably. Tried to keep it as private as they could, so maybe they did reimburse him somehow, but maybe not because Dan Snyder is not very popular. It's not for...
0: popular, just, to say the least, my friend.
1: Yeah, and and he's known to not be popular. It's not exactly a secret among yeah. players and other uh, team officials. Exactly.
0: So... Like when <clears> two bad owners in one division. Like that's just telling you how much of a dumpster fire, and how much chaos that that's gonna make yeah but yeah like we said i think we both agreed that the standings from this year technically will not change
1: yeah i i believe this is the first time if we're this standing list is correct which i really hope it is i believe this is the first time in a long time that the nfc east has a back to back winner yeah correct the first
0: time they have not had a repeat champion since the eagles repeated four years in a row from 2001 to 2004 Yeah, since 2005 it has been repeat champions that's why they said unlike this year and 2015 when they said it was the worst division of football that's why they said that the nfc east was one of the best divisions in football because there was no repeat champions
1: yeah a lot of balance in the in the uh in the division
0: exactly and it's not just like oh it was just the eagles cowboys and eagles cowboys eagles cowboys like so yeah, the Giants got in there a good amount of times. The Redskins got in there a few times.
1: The NFC East also has the most Super Bowl rings of any division.
0: Exactly, because the Cowboys have five. Yep, it's have four. The red, or Washington has three. Which mm-hmm. I explained this in the episode. You can't rewrite history. The Redskins won those Super Bowls.
1: Yeah,
0: not the not the Washington, whatever's. And then our birds have one. So if I did my math correctly, that's thirteen Super Bowls.
1: You'd be correct. So I I the NFC East I do believe is the best division in football. Not necessarily right now, but it's like historically. I agree. Yeah.
0: righty, my friend, let's get into the last division we have here, and that is the NFC West.
1: This is a weird one
0: it is indeed my friend so the defending NFC West champions are the San Francisco 49ers they had the best record in the NFC at 13 and 3 however they did need to beat the San- or the Seattle Seahawks week 17 Sunday night football they won by one yard to get that number 1 overall seed and even win the division because you know They lost their home game against the Seahawks. Yeah. So they needed that division win to win the division, and they got the win. They beat the Vikings in a close divisional game, then embarrassed the Green Bay Packers, and then lost a hard-fought game to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 54 down in Miami. Second place which was also good enough for a wild card, was the Seattle Seahawks. They finished at 11-5. Like I said, they had a chance to win the division. They ended up losing by one yard at home week 17 against the San Francisco 49ers. They came into Philadelphia and got a big win. DK Metcalf really had a great game. I'm still pissed off that we drafted J.J. Ortega Whiteside over DK, but I digress. And then they went up to Lambeau Field and lost a heartbreaker to the Green Bay Packers. In third place were the Los Angeles Rams. Finished the year at 9-7. And And then last place was the Arizona Cardinals, who finished 5-10-1, that tie being against the Detroit Lions in Week 1.
1: Correct. So the NFC West this year, I think... It's a little bit of a toss-up. I think if there is a Super Bowl hangover team this year, I don't think it's going to be the Chiefs. I think it's going to be the 49ers. I agree. So, I still have them... I have them at 12-4. and Okay. But I believe that the Seattle Seahawks will win in the division because somehow Russell Wilson just keeps pulling magic out of his hat.
0: You said the Seahawks?
1: Seahawks, correct.
0: I agree. The Seahawks are going to win in the division.
1: Yeah. Now... The team that I'm most excited to watch this year is the Arizona Cardinals. I agree. I am very excited to watch Kyler Murray in year two. I'm very excited to see him with DeAndre Hopkins and that offensive system with another year under his belt. I think they are the other big surprise team this year. I now, agree. I don't think they make the playoffs. I think they go about eight and eight, best case scenario, nine and seven. But I think they won a lot of football games this year, and I think Kyler Murray puts himself on the map. I agree. Now I think,
0: the I think the Rams are gonna finish dead last in the NFC West. I agree. I, the Rams the, did literally nothing. They did I believe they didn't even have their first pick in the NFL draft was in the third
1: round. He they traded all their first round picks so they could get all those all those players to trade for all those players. And now they have they have no future. At least and
0: then you talk about like twenty eighteen, their defense. Oh my god, we had the best defense. Corey Littleton, Akib Talib, Marcus Peters, and then Dalton Donal- Sue.
1: Aaron Donald. Look
0: what happened. Yeah. Donaldson Sue left for Tampa Bay, and he re signed with Tampa Bay, I believe. You traded Marcus Peters to Baltimore. You traded Akib Talib to Miami, and Corey Littleton left for the Raiders.
1: Yeah. It's That team fell apart really fast.
0: Left all by himself,
1: basically. With those atrocious jerseys, may I
0: add? Don't even get me started on that white. Like, the bone? Whoa. Yeah. But that's Los Angeles for you.
1: Downgrade. Big downgrade.
0: Super Los Angeles hipster.
1: Big downgrade, in my opinion.
0: I agree. Um... I think they yeah. finished
1: last two. I, I have them around like 5 and 11.
0: I agree. Um, so I have the Seattle Seahawks winning the division at 12 and 4. I think the San Francisco 49ers they finished 10 and 6. Yes, they added in Trent Williams because Joe Staley retired. Correct. However, you lose one of your good running backs, Matt Riata. He left for the Miami Dolphins. We took Marquise Goodwin from them. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders left for uh, New Orleans. You trade away DeForest Buckner.
1: I believe that the defense for the 49ers this year is what's going to win them their football games. You got Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa is.
0: Nick Bosa.
1: Yeah, I apologize. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa is. The Chargers. Correct. I apologize. Um, Nick Bosa is an absolute monster coming off the edge. I agree. But so,
0: I, I don't think that Solomon Thomas is as good as everyone thought he was going to be.
1: No. He's, yeah, he was a disappointment.
0: I mean, Jimmy Ward, he's good in the secondary, but it, yeah. it's just going to be tough for Jimmy G, knowing that your best receiver is like Kendrick Bourne.
1: I mean, they do still have George Kittle. I think George Kittle is a very uh, active tight end in the passing game. I, I mean, he can do everything, obviously. I really, I think George Kittle's the probably the best all-around tight end in the National Football League. Travis Kelsey is, is really good, don't get me wrong, but I think he's better, more effective on his team as a pass catcher, while George Kittle is more effective on his team as both a pass catcher and as a run blocker. I agree. So I think that the Niners take a step back. I don't know if it's a huge step back.
0: Niners, we're gonna. I still think that the Niners will get a wild card. They just will not win the division.
1: Yeah, I agree. There's too much talent on that team for them not to be good, at least the 9-7 and team. And then and,
0: the Seattle, like, yes, they didn't do, like, the best when it came to the draft, but also they did not have need anybody either.
1: They have Russell Wilson, though. Exactly. Yeah, it's all, it's all you need.
0: That he's going to leave for years. Oh, he's going to go sign with the New York Giants. He's going to go sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Everyone was thinking that. And he stayed in Seattle. Even though I have a feeling his relationship with management is falling apart.
1: Russell Wilson, to me, he just doesn't seem that kind of guy that would just leave. Like He would need a really good reason.
0: He's not one of those guys that would jump shit. Yeah. Now, if we're talking about Dak Prescott, on the other hand, his contract negotiations, they're turning into Kirk Cousins, where he has to play on the franchise tag. And then, like we know, Kirk Cousins played two straight seasons on the frickin' franchise tag and then left.
1: I believe Drew
0: Brees did the same thing. Dak Prescott is the third quarterback in NFL history to play on a franchise tag.
1: I did first see... one was
0: Drew Brees for the Chargers. And then he left to go join the Saints. Look what he's look what he's done since yeah. the second one was Kirk Cousins. And then left for eighty four million every single penny guaranteed with the Minnesota Vikings. And he has not performed well either. And he has not Performed up to that eighty-four million dollar paycheck that he, quote unquote, deserved.
1: I believe Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. It's just he's not like when you when he has to play the Miami Dolphins uh, at a one for a, on a one o'clock game on a Sunday afternoon. He's gonna you know he's gonna put up three fifty on them, throw for, for three touchdowns, no interceptions. But then exactly. you play,
0: but then you play like Sunday Night Football in Lambeau Field, and he's gonna be crapping in the corner.
1: Yeah. Now, Dak Prescott on the other hand, Dak Prescott does step up to the up to the plate. I don't think he's as much of a team player. I mean, I think Dak is a great guy. I as much as he as much as I hate him because he plays for the team in Dallas. Yeah. If he's one of those players that if he started if he left the team in Dallas and played for the Jaguars, I'd probably be a big Dak fan because Dak is a big He's a big um, uh, charity guy. He raises a lot of money for, I believe it's breast cancer. I'm not entirely sure.
0: I believe, I believe so. I believe he lost his mother to breast cancer, and then also, as we learned earlier this year, my condolences to Dak. As much as I keep trashing on you, my condolences to you. He did lose his older brother in that accident.
1: Yeah. He's a. I think he's a, he's a leader, and he's a he's a great guy, but I don't think he's going to be in Dallas for much longer. And I don't think he says much of a
0: deal done. He's not going to be in Dallas much longer. Yeah, and hey, I don't. What, what do we know? We're just a bunch. We're just a bunch of buffoons that ended our football careers and just talking about football when we don't know what the hell we're talking
1: about. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, in, I'll...
0: in their eyes, we have no. They have. We have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. But here's a recap, buddy. So, who were your? Four NFC division winners and the wild cards.
1: So my four NFC division winners, I have the Minnesota Vikings winning the NFC North at twelve and four. Mm-hmm. I have the Tampa, uh, not Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I apologize. The New Orleans Saints winning the NFC South at thirteen and three. The Philadelphia Eagles winning the NFC East at eleven and five, and mm-hmm. the Seattle Seahawks winning the NFC West. At thirteen and three or twelve and four. Now for the wild cards, I believe the Green Bay Packers will sneak in at around ten and six, eleven and eleven and five, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I think still make the wild card at around eleven and five, 12 and four. Okay. Um, I think it's not out of the realm of possibility for the Arizona Cardinals to somehow sneak in. For one of the wild card spots, as well as the 49ers, I don't think it's impossible for three NFC West teams to make it into the division or make it into the playoffs this year. But I do think it'll probably, probably be the Seahawks and maybe the Cowboys, depending on how that offense can hold up. But I, if I had my wish, it would be the uh, 49ers and Cardinals for the two final wild card spots.
0: I agree with that, buddy. So, my division winners are the Seattle Seahawks in the NFC West, the Green Bay Packers in the NFC North, the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC East, and the New Orleans Saints in the NFC South. I am going to change my mind. I did say that Tampa was not going to make the playoffs. I think they make the playoffs, but at number seven. Yeah. At number seven. So, it's they make it, but barely.
1: I think the the Buccaneers are a good team. We'll see.
0: The Minnesota Vikings in a wild card and the San Francisco 49ers in a wild card. So, if you remember well enough, since we've been talking for almost about two hours now, do you remember your eight division winners and six wild card teams? Yep. So that we can just do a full recap to wrap
1: up this show full recap so for in the afc afc north i have the baltimore ravens going 15 and one winning the afc north i have the houston texans winning the afc south i have the buffalo bills winning the afc east at 11 and 5 i have the kansas city chiefs winning the afc west at 14 and 2 and the wild cards for the afc Are the Denver Broncos at 11 and 5, the New England Patriots at 10 and 6, the Indianapolis Colts at around 9 and 7, and the Pittsburgh Steelers at around 10 and 6?
0: I think you gave four wild card teams. Did I? I think you might have.
1: Oh. Wait a
0: minute. So I think you said the Steelers, Broncos, Patriots, and Colts.
1: Right, right, right. I apologize. So, so, which
0: one do you think out of those four will not make the playoffs?
1: Probably the Colts.
0: Okay. And then, if you don't mind repeating the NFC.
1: So, the NFC, I have the Minnesota Vikings winning the NFC North, the New Orleans Saints winning the NFC South at 13 3, Philadelphia Eagles winning the NFC East at 11 and 5, and the Seattle Seahawks winning the NFC West at 12 and 4, 13 and 3. Okay. And the wild card, I have, I believe the Green Bay Packers make the wild card, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Seattle Seahawks.
0: You mean the
1: 49ers? Or 49ers, yes. I apologize.
0: It's a good thing I corrected you, buddy. It's been a
1: long day. I, I It has work.
0: been a long day.
1: I work outside and it, I had a nine hour shift today. It, it, was, it was hot today. Yeah, it, it's been a long day.
0: Yes, it was 100 degrees up here in Philadelphia today, folks, on July 19th, 2020. So, full recap for your host here. The the AFC North champions will be the Baltimore Ravens. The AFC West champions will be the Kansas City Chiefs. The AFC East champions will be the Buffalo Bills. The AFC South champions will be the Indianapolis Colts. The Wild Cards. And this is in no particular order as well, folks. We're not doing the seedings. Yeah. I believe will be one, two, three, four, and then five, six, seven, and then we wouldn't do the playoffs. That'll be another episode, probably later down the road. We might do a, pre- I might do a preseason one. I might do a mid-season one, and then I will do one around week seventeen, or right before the playoffs begin. And my three wild card teams in the AFC are the Pittsburgh Steelers, Denver Broncos, and the Las Vegas Raiders. Now back into the NFC. My NFC West champions will be the Seattle Seahawks. My NFC North champions will be the Green Bay Packers. The NFC East champions are my Philadelphia Eagles. Go Birds! And the NFC South champions will be the New Orleans Saints with my three wild card teams being the San Francisco 49ers, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow. That is a lot of information to give to you folks. But, hey, it's just two guys having fun.
1: Talk That's about, talk about football on a Sunday night. Up.
0: That's going to wrap it up here for episode six of Broad Sports. I do want to thank my good friend Chuck here for joining me on this episode, Chuck, this was a lot of fun, man.
1: Yeah, I'm very happy I, uh, I, was on the, I was able to make it onto the podcast with you, Kevin.
0: Absolutely, my friend. Hopefully I can get you on a future episode. But like I said, this is the end of episode six. I hope to see all you viewers back once again on future episodes of Broad Sports.
1: This is Kevin Cohn signing off.